Hi, hi, my guy. Uh, <laughs> welcome to rerun number 14. As you may have gressed. Um, that's when you regress to the past and guess something from the information. Mm. So if you have gone back to rerun 13 in your regression, you'll probably be smart enough to realize this might be rerun 14. <laughs> Good guess. What the fuck? We I'm promise bear. The, the clips that you're about to hear make a little more sense than that. I'm not saying a lot, but some. We uh, we talk about the worldwide issue of having a small pee bag. It's a problem plaguing the world mm. over. Uh, it's international. Yeah, drinking Alex Max milk. We put the pin in who is behind the pin scandal in Australian fruit. Spoiler alert. I'm suspecting Pinhead's gym. <laughs> uh, we ask the big questions like which pop star we'd get conjoined to. Ben finally breaks up with Siri. And we have a very uh, musical finale where we, uh, we sing about Interstellar, the musical, and plenty of others like that. So Beautiful. if that sounds like uh, your kind of thing, stick around, relax, and enjoy. Buy a taxi. A service. Dinner and a movie is always a classic. Yeah, I don't like dinner and a movie. You don't like dinner and a movie? I don't like dinner and a movie. What do you mean? Movie. You like dinner and you like movies. Becca can't afford someone who's going to eat that many eggs. Like, <laughs> she'll eat her out of house and home. The squeeze does not align use. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Seabo. Way Seabo. It's a rap while we're on the uh, topic of holding your bladder, mm. I did have a good moment on the uh, train ride home from Festivus. Oh, yeah. We were uh, joined by a couple of friends who were also going to the city. And, oh, really? Um, one of them just like we were walking from, my, uh, from our friend's house where mm. the you know, party was to the train station. Mm. And it was about like a kilometer's walk. Sure. Both of the girls stopped like three times to pee on the way. <laughs> in the bushes. Yeah. Amazing. Already good. And it was like... First Girls peeing in the bushes is always far more comical than men. I don't know why. Yeah, that is true. It is, isn't it? Mm. It's quite funny. If it was just Julian, you wouldn't, it wouldn't have rated a mention. No. And it's, <laughs> it's also made even funnier by the fact that they went into like someone's lawn and about to pop a squat and then the, the, the <laughs> light turns <laughs> the on. The security light. Yeah, yeah. Like the motion sensor. <laughs> So they like, have to like scurry back to the street, hiking up their skirts. Yeah, their pants. Hiking up their skirts. It was what was this an eighteen hundreds themed party? <laughs> what is it like pulling down their skirts? Is that more? I don't, I don't know. know. Hike skirt. Like no one's worn skirts. No, they had their two collective skirts. Oh. Each of them had one skirt. Okay, I understand. Just when you said hiking up their skirts, I was like, what are they? Petticoats? Yeah, on? it was their pinafore. Right. They had to uh, unbutton. That's what I was thinking. So that was fun. But we, yeah, we finally get to the train station. Mm. They, they've both used the bathroom three times just Amazing. in random like alleys and lawns and stuff on the way to the train station. Mm. They went again at the train station and then halfway to the city on the train, one of them like is like busting again. Amazing. And she's a uh, Brazilian. Mm. And so I guess like after a few drinks, she uh, was having trouble with the language. Oh, she cute. kept, she kept referring to her bladder like that's like what i assume she was trying to say she was trying to say like um, i've got like a really small bladder and she was trying to tell me about her medical condition oh, oh this did not go well did it but it was so like i couldn't keep a straight face <laughs> because every time she kept referring to it as her pee bag <laughs> and she was very specific I've got a really small pee bag but she didn't just say really small she said my pee bag is 167 mils <laughs> And I'm like, how do you know? Why does anyone know? I know. And she's like, the average pee bag is 300 mils. <laughs> so I've got a small pee bag. <laughs> Were you guys rolling in the aisles? Yeah, me and Julian just couldn't. <laughs> We're just looking at each other like, do you know how small your pee bag is? Down to the exact milliliters? Mil yeah, why do you know this? And why are we using the term pee bag? <laughs> Maybe she meant an actual pee bag. Like, like she, she had, had like a, a catheter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I feel like the uh, the whole discussion of where to pee in the train wouldn't have occurred if <laughs> she had, a she had an actual bag. pee bag. So did she pee in the train? No, we like oh, shame. we we basically had to like talk her down. <laughs> for, it was like we were about like four, give her pee bag survival strategy. Yeah. So first of all, we kind of looked around the train 
And I know she was like considering, is there a corner where Ugh, there's like no. people aren't, you know, people aren't looking. And we had a carriage to ourselves because it was late at night, mm. but there was people in other carriages and you can see into ours. And I did point out there's about six cameras in every Just carriage. Also, no. Yeah. I, I don't want to encourage that carriage. behavior either. Like you could stand on the thing between them and maybe pee off the edge. That's what I would have So done. that was also a, yeah. uh, a discussion. But it was one of the modern trains where, like, the older, like, more rickety ones. There There's, was a like, lot... a little, like, outdoor bit, I yeah. guess. But this is more encased. There's, like, very little uh, area, okay. like, heading just down to the ground. So I feel like if you've got two guys who can look the other way, you get one to stand in front of each door and then you go off the edge. It's still risky, though. Like, you're on the middle <laughs> between two moving trains. <laughs> well, she's the one with the small and, pee bag. And it's especially difficult for women. Like a guy... You, Could just wee off. Yeah, yeah. but like you, it's a lot harder to aim for a chick. But also, on the other hand, yes, it would be dangerous and difficult. But now I kind of want to. You're up to the challenge. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, if you ever see Vicky riding the rails at 1am, you know what's going on. <laughs> what's about to go down? Um, and then there was also like someone had left a water bottle just rolling no. down the carriage. No. And there was like... No one's got that kind of aim. No, that's what I felt like, which uh, it wasn't even, you know, like a Powerade or something with the big mouth. Oh, it was just nah. a regular It wasn't size. a lift so you can slam it down fast. It was not, unfortunately. Ugh. So, uh, no. yeah, we we felt the best course of action was just to hold on until we got to <laughs> one of the connecting stations where at least there would be twice as many trains. Right, yeah. But her eyeballs were, like, floating <laughs> by the time we got there. There was a lot of, it's just two more minutes between really? each time. Come on, oh we can do gosh. it. Oh, my gosh. Wow, you're really cheerleading yeah, at it was, stage. Yeah, it was exciting. It was that intense. is one small pee bag. It was. It was a <laughs> tiny pee bag. <laughs> 167 mils, Yeah, they're say. very precise. Like, yeah. I do want to test this. Like, can we give her a 167 mil drink? Yeah. Wait, like well, an hour. No, let's give her 170. YOLO. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to think, like, we just give her a glass of water that's exactly mm-hmm. 167 mils, as she claimed. Mm. We wait, like, an hour to go through, and then we wait, like, a couple more hours. Surely nothing else would need to come out, right? That's right. It's full. Yeah. So I'm just trying to, like, how do we do this science? Experiment? Well, then we add a mil. <laughs> and <laughs> see, see if she needs like, to go. a single drop comes through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the birthday wrap up. Yeah, it was my birthday just this weekend past in as of recording. Sure. No, I think the highlight has to be the giant gummy snake. Yeah, that was unusual. Mm, to my auntie and uncle, they uh, they gifted me 12 kilograms <laughs> worth of like know that. killer python That's essentially. Like several babies. It was heavy. It was it was a hefty. <laughs> like the that weigh that much. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Apparently, they imported it from America. Wow. But yeah, we were like hacking off bits all night, and come morning, it's still like a full snake. <laughs> I'm like, it's regrown. I don't know how this happens. It, it's like a starfish. Yeah, it's, it's got even longer somehow. <laughs> it's regained its lost limbs. Right. One fun fact: my uh, auntie was mentioning that you can apparently get melt insurance for it. So, like, when they ship it from America, like, it doesn't just show up as a puddle of goo. <laughs> oh, gross. I kind of am hoping for your puddle of goo. Yeah, it's just like, what was this? So it's like, happy birthday. Enjoy your goo. It's uh, Alex, what's her name? Alex Mack. <laughs> yeah, we got you Alex Mack. Would you love, would you prefer to live in a world with uh, the internet or Alex Mack's powers? Do I have them? Yeah. Or do they just exist? Oh, Alex Max Powers. No, you, she just is your roommate and do you I get know to that watch her go under the door and oh, stuff. Pretty much. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could like send her on errands that I would usually send the internet to do. What, you're going like, to make Alex Mack your errand boy? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's it. I'm not saying an abusive power, but like a misuse, definitely. There's Surely there's bigger things that we can do. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm going to do them. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I'll be like, okay, yes, do get the nuclear launch codes so that we can ensure the world's safety. On the way home... <laughs> pick me up some milk. Grab some milk because I've forgotten the storage yeah, chart. Would you want to drink it? Like, So if anyone's unclear, Alex Mack was like a Nickelodeon show from the 90s where she had like the ability to turn into a puddle of water. Yeah. She could shoot electricity from her hands and she had like telekinesis so she could like float objects across the room and stuff. So all of these things are great. Like she could float milk to me. Yeah, but like just say she goes to the shop, she touches the milk and like steals it, but like she turns into a puddle and then leaves and reforms. 
would you trust drinking that milk? Like Some of Alex Max couldn't be in it. Alex Max? Maybe. I don't know what happens when it turns into a puddle. <laughs> I'd get her to try it first and be like, how does it taste? Does it taste normal or like the inside of your mouth? Or does it taste like, I don't know, like metallic or whatever? Like she looks like the T-1000. I'm like, this is probably, like it might be fine. So you wouldn't drink Alex Max milk? I don't think so. <laughs> because 10 years from now, I'll be like, oh, you've got like lead poisoning. And you're like, yeah, well, that makes sense. I drank a lot of liquefied milk. That definitely stands to reason. Yeah. I've been drinking Alex Mac for as long like, as I can remember. She, uh, would she come out of it without like an arm? Like, sorry, I drank you. I mean, they didn't go into that into the TV show, but I mean, maybe it's time to investigate. Like, she got her powers from a radioactive incident. Yeah, I don't quite remember how. Like, there was like a truck carrying this chemical and it sprayed on her. So, if you drank her milk, maybe I could get the powers. I would, I'm like, you're gonna get lymphoma. (laughs) It's like, yeah, well, of course, because she's radioactive. Yeah, they really didn't. uh... It's like a bad porno. There wasn't enough backstory <laughs> in Alex Mack. Here's a question for you while you're looking that up. How close to someone do you need to be before you mention that they were in your dream? Uh, about three feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't recommend shouting it across a crowded yeah. room. It's probably best kept to a dull whisper. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say three feet's not that close. You'd have to use a sort of loud voice. No, <laughs> how I know this is a foreign concept to you, Ben. So maybe I do need to explain it to you. But how emotionally close as two human beings, friendship-wise, do you need to be to another person to tell them that they were in your dream? I wouldn't know. That's why I've never told anyone my dream. <laughs> Have you not? You've never said you were in my dream last night. I mean, I I believe I did talk about it on one of the uh, Tokyo Slumber Party episodes. No, but if someone... You've never had, like, Julian's never been in your dream. <sighs> not that I can think of, actually. Really? I had a weird dream about Barack Obama. <laughs> Would you tell him if you saw him? Definitely not. <laughs> Okay, so the level is not president of another country. That's not close enough. Well, that's not how. That's not our relationship. That just is his profession. Oh, well, what's your relationship to Barack Obama? Yeah. Strangers. <laughs> okay. If like we grew up together. Right. That, so that's the level. If you dreamt about me, could you tell me? I guess it depends on the context of the dream. Yeah. So uh, exactly. Like if we had couples in the side, it's probably not going to tell you. <laughs> What do you mean? In the dream? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in real life. I uh, was like, good, because I hate talking when I'm getting a massage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my housemate had a dream that she had like an emotional breakdown in the gym and the gym manager had to like pick her up and put her in a dark room. And she was like, do I tell him? And their Did relationship- you tell the gym manager? Yeah. Did their relationship- the gym? No. Their then relationship is gym them? goer and gym manager. Yeah, definitely don't tell them. <laughs> But then she also had a weird dream about her boyfriend and was like, should I tell him? And Yeah, you tell your boyfriend. Okay, well, this is what I'm getting at. I mean, What's the level? Unless it's a boring dream. <laughs> like, you don't, like, how often does she talk to a gym manager anyway? Like, ever? <laughs> we get along pretty well. I spoke to him today. About, like, gym stuff? Yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't not, like... Not your feelings. <laughs> and... No. no, that's right. I wasn't like, hey, Richard, I've got a problem. I don't want to run by you. Well, that's essentially what a dream is. It's like <laughs> a nighttime problem. I so want you know, a night problem that my brain's yeah, trying to work my out. My subconscious has been working on this. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Unless it's a dream about, I don't know, how many rips. You rips? Can... Someone doesn't go to the gym. <laughs> They're reps, but okay. How many reps you can pump? <laughs> wow. <laughs> When's the last time you pumped a rep, Ben? Speaking of pumping yeah, reps. Yeah, let's move on. So what's the relationship? Somewhere between club manager of your gym and boyfriend is where the line is for you. Yeah. Oh, it's a golf, but okay. Golf? Like a, a, a wide area. Oh, a golf, right. Golf. No, I thought you were saying something about golf. Like <laughs> if you tee off together, you can talk about your dreams. There's a lot, of, well, there's a lot of time there's on the links. Time. Yeah. There's a lot of downtime at golf. You need a lot to talk about. What about a colleague? If it's not a sex dream, just I had a weird dream about a colleague. It's got to be interesting. I had a dream that a colleague was preaching to me. What, like the Bible? No, like just was doing a sermon. The, well, I the, can't even tell you the content. They were just like standing up the front of a church giving a speech. Okay, but it was like, yeah, because I know you can be preachy about... 
<laughs> like the virtues of these steak knives. No. I, I don't know. No, I don't think it was that. I can't be certain what it was that he was preaching about. I don't think it was steak knives because it was in a church, but it might have been some sort of, yeah, you know, I'm just church tra- fundraiser. I'm just trying to make sure that they haven't found a way of beam infomercials into people's <laughs> dreams or something. I'm like, I wake up Via like, their colleagues. Yeah, I really got a cold Dentel. Yeah, this multi-level marketing is getting ridiculous. <laughs> my fucking colleagues are inserting themselves in my dreams to sell me Tupperware. Goddamn you, Inception. <laughs> so is that, can I tell him that? Uh, I don't know him very well. Then why would you? I don't know. Like the only okay, we're <laughs> trapped in an elevator. <laughs> sure, if it's to pass the time. All right, so we're both having a couple's massage together. <laughs> Have you tricked him or has he tricked you? Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, big difference. No, like if you don't know each other, the first interaction that you have can't be... That I dreamt about Yeah, him. we had a dream about you last night. We? <laughs> the, collective, the collective conscious of the rest of this office. Right. No one wanted to broach the subject. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware, but you're the only insentient being. We finally, de- <laughs> we finally decided that you can assimilate one of us now. <laughs> we dreamt you. We dreamt you. Dreamt us. <laughs> it's got to be a sign, right? One of us. One, One of us. us. And I imagine the rest of the office like emerges, <laughs> just a circle with their eyes like rolled back <laughs> in all white, yeah. all speaking in unison. One, One of us. <laughs> He's like, I liked it when we better when we didn't talk. <laughs> I really wish we never got to know each other. <laughs> yeah, can we really just go back to the small talk? Of how was your weekend? <laughs> Because it was fine. How was your weekend? Our weekend was good. My eyes are flashing red. We spent our weekend being one with the universe. We now know the entire history of planet Earth. Bees fly out of my mouth. Oh, God. Is that cool? Cool. I went to the movies. I see. What are movies? <laughs> so you're saying don't do that? <laughs> yeah, just if that was play question, it cool. If you're, if you're a multi-bodied hive mind, play it cool with the colleague you don't know yet, who might be a separate consciousness. I feel like that's not too much to ask. <laughs> Plot twist: He's part of another hive mind. <laughs> oh my god! Like <laughs> competing hive mind. That's your danger. I stumbled upon the weird part of the internet this week. I thought I would dark share. Web? It's uh, I would say like what's between the regular internet and the dark web? The grey web, I'm I guess. On the grey web. <laughs> the dusk web. <laughs> so I was looking on iTunes for a podcast. Is this the web where that how owl would be hooting? Because you're on your way to the dark web. It's almost night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely owl sound effects all throughout. Great. This. I was looking for a podcast. Of uh, specifically Ed Cavalli, uh, you know, Australian comedian, yeah. TV personality. And uh, I came across in the song section of iTunes, because iTunes just does this. It's like you type in a name and it's like, here's the movies about Ed Cavalli. Here's right. the songs <laughs> called Ed Cavalli. Here's the podcast that he does. It's like, sure. just wanted to search for the podcast, but whatever. <laughs> and up popped the Ed Cavalli driving song. Huh. I don't know it. I did not either. So I was like, <laughs> all right, I got to give this a listen. I mean, a strong hook. I'm that, in. They were selling it for $1.69. Ooh. I did not show out, but I did listen to the free preview. Okay. You could probably also find it on YouTube. Well, like I'll save everyone the expense and oh, right. okay. the effort to download it. Let's listen to the Ed Cavalli driving song, or at least 30 seconds of it that <laughs> I can get for free on iTunes. Ed Cavalli drives his car into town. It's descriptive so far. Mm, accurate. Ed Cavalier never stops. Oh, that's a shame. He drives here. He drives there. Oh, I saw that coming. It's a bit predictable. Ed Cavalier drives his car everywhere. But he can't stop. This is a horror story. Ed Cavalier, he drives and sings along. 
And that's as much to the, the, song? the free sample. Oh, as well, get. what does he sing along to? To the radio, presumably. Oh. I mean, he might sing along to that song if that's what he's listening to. Are we sure he's not screaming? He can never stop. I don't know these things. Yeah. I don't have the answers. Also, he can't say Ed Cavalier right. That was what <laughs> drew my attention as well, right? His name is Ed Cavalier. Right. Like, it's quite obviously spelled Ed Cavalier as well. Yeah, it's not anywhere near Ed Cavalier. So I'm like, who is this guy? And why has he written this? Making a song about a celebrity that he obviously doesn't know much yeah. about. <laughs> if he doesn't even know how, his, how to pronounce his name, right? he's probably not a big fan. Wouldn't have thought so. So I was like, all right, I got to look a little Unless deeper. he's, a, what, only ever seen his name in writing or something, which is strange for a radio comedian. Which I think is, I think that is the case. <laughs> really? Why he it. reads his jokes? Well, I don't, I don't think he knows him. I think he just knows that he's a radio personality. Right. So What's this, he trying to like profit off his fame? I think so. <laughs> I think this is a really shitty scam. Because because he's like, well, they're going to think it's Ed Cavalier and download it for $1.69. Or maybe at least like Ed Cavalier might buy it. <laughs> at the very least. So this guy's out to get $1.69. Out of every shitty celebrity because... Oh, what? All right. So this song was written by someone called Terry Pedestrian and the Crossing. <laughs> I love him. That's and already al- great. It's from the album Radio Car Car. <laughs> it's got 50... 50- As in like Radio Car Car? Radio car. Car, uh, car. Yeah. Uh, it's not shame. as clever as you no. might think. It's got 50 songs. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a few titles. Track one, a driving song for Hamish Blake. <laughs> I want to hear that. Two, Andy Lee drives along. <laughs> Three, Merrick Watts and his driving song. Uh, what? And it just goes on like this. It's a whole bunch of... Australian comedians. And like more specifically radio personalities. For sure. The kind of people that you might find on a podcast. Is he? Do you think he might like be hoping they play it on their radio show? I mean, I think that would be a bonus. <laughs> I feel like more than that, he's just trying to get iTunes attention. Right, because what's the first one? Hamish Blake drives along or yeah, something. Yeah, a driving song for Hamish Blake. Do you want I to hear yeah, that one? I do. I love Hamish Blake. He's like probably my favorite celebrity. Hamish Blake. I mean, they're quite diminutive, aren't they? It's a little similar. (laughs) Hamish drives to the shops. Hamish Blake never stops. (laughs) Drives here. Drives there. Okay. Where's the drive, Vicky? Everywhere. Oh my god, how'd you know? I mean, like I said, derivative. Definitely derivative of. Well, you haven't heard the Andy Lee song yet. Ah, is it similar? Let's find out. Oh, you don't know this? Andy Lee. I mean, there's, he's his car had to add an extra town. like syllable into Andy, I guess. Andy yeah, that's the extent the of how much he's uh, <laughs> changing these. Songs. Right. Uh, well, let's see. Can I? Let's do one more. Can I select one? Go for it. Just a, a driving song. <laughs> I don't understand this. What do you think this is about? Go on. I want to hear. I mean, Michelle Laurie has a driving song. Every obscure, like <laughs> Becky Lucas has a driving song, which like she's an Australian yeah. comedian that I I do like her stuff. She's very low key. Like she's not yeah. a high profile celebrity. Right. Exactly. And so I feel like he's just gone. All right. I need Australian celebrity names. Just give me a list and I'll make a song for every single one on the hope. Miff Warhurst, comma, this is your driving song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you spend a lot of time on the title. Uh, a song for Akmal Sali to sing while he drives. It's imaginative. Wow. Fifi Box has a driving song, it's called. So you can buy this album for like $17 on wow. iTunes. A song about driving written specifically for someone. I can't see the end. Well, I'll listen to that one because it says it's written specifically for him. All right. I think the title is misleading. (laughs) So it's the same song with different names. Uh, Yeah. That's even better. I thought at least they were all different crappy driving songs. Nope. (laughs) An album of 50 shitty driving songs identical about different yeah identical songs with different radio personalities inserted into them all right so that's part one you can part buy one the rabbit hole goes deeper how many albums are there let's find out have you researched this guy online a Were little you able bit. to find anyone else talking about him all right so let me just show you his album section on itunes great i whoa how many is that like a dozen yeah well petrol sounds yeah so we've got Petrol Sounds, Radio Car Car, more celebrity driving songs. Oh, celebrity wow. driving songs. 
Carney divorce ceremonies. Ooh. That sounds great. <laughs> Out of all of the albums I'm buying, R- Carney real. divorce ceremonies is up there. There's like greatest hits. They're all basically the same thing. Should we have a look at what Carney divorce ceremonies is? I mean, yeah. There's only 10 songs on this one. Good. I like a short listen. So this the is broken the Ferris broken Ferris wheel. So this might actually be something different. Let's see. Like, it might be. I feel like it needs to come with a bummer warning. I love this album. <laughs> Man knows how to tell a story. I'm down for that. I like that. You're a fan of Terry Pedestrian and the Crossing? Yeah, I'm going to start telling people they're my favorite band. All right. I'm going to seem so indie. Then Mm -hmm. I'm like, like, who is this guy? I start Googling him. Yeah, good idea. Can you look him up on LinkedIn? So it takes me to like his Twitter, which is like, that's the best source of information i still yeah i mean linkedin second i guess yeah i'm willing to listen like it comes up with the itunes thing it comes up with a triple j unearthed page amazing a spotify thing so from the triple j unearthed page Mm -hmm. he's got a link to a twitter great there's also a link to a website called hereiswebsite.com okay does not take you anywhere (laughs) he does not own hereiswebsite.com i mean that sounds like a great website so this twitter page is for something Mm -hmm. called music which is muddling up sound into composition. All right. Okay. The description, a one-man Australian record company <laughs> that is just over 30 online music store artists with over 4,000 songs on sites wow. like iTunes and Spotify. Wow. He's so got, it's not just Terry and the Pedestrian Crossing. He's got 591 followers. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what the other bands are. You haven't been able to look any further into this, into the muddle compositions or whatever? I mean, I only discovered this a few hours ago. This is as far as I got. This is amazing. But yeah, apparently like 4,000 songs across 30 different artists on... Do you think he just wrote that whole driving album so he could make that claim? I don't know what his goal is. Like, I, it seems like he's trying to make money to me. Like he's... I, yeah, I can only imagine kind of weird so. Scam. Right. But I don't know how you're going to be successful. Like, unless... He's like, all right, I'll make an album for each Australian celebrity that I can find, and maybe they'll buy the song. But even if so, I you want to get a dollar sixty out of every famous person. Yeah, what's that going to be like? Fifty bucks? It doesn't sound worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe he was hoping that people would buy them because they thought it was Hamish Blake. But you can preview it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I, I was like, what's his Ed Cavalli song? Once I discovered what it is, I'm not <laughs> buying it. He doesn't even pronounce the guy's name correctly. No. <laughs> I don't know how he got Cavalier either. Like, it's definitely Cavalier. Uh, yeah. I don't know where you're getting Cavalier I don't from. think he spent a lot of time on each of these songs. Like, he, the singing isn't even that great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one take wonder, basically. Well, yeah. But also, I don't know. It just... I couldn't suspend my disbelief that Ed Cavalier was driving into town with that kind of mistake. <laughs> That's about as far as I got, but I was, it's just... I mean, that's a shame. It's like, I know we spend a lot of time doing some weird stuff on the internet, but... I also make some sense, I think. That's, I like to think so. <laughs> like, there's, there is an ultimate goal here that right. at least makes sense. Yeah, and it's also free. There's that as well. Like, we're obviously not trying to make money, or if we are, we need to reconsider our methods <laughs> this far in. But I like to think it's like, well, they're obviously creating unique content every week because they like to do that. Right. Whereas he's like, all right, back in the studio, 50 yeah. songs, give me a list of 50 celebrities. and Yeah, uh, we'll bag this out in one take. Yeah. yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess Don't stop recording, buddy. If nothing, is prolific. <laughs> it's true. I mean, he's got it all over us. I don't have 4,000 tracks anyway. I don't think I've ever done 4,000 of anything. <laughs> oh, I was going to say something, but I'll just skip over that. Is that a masturbation joke? How did you know? Is that where you went? I mean, if if I'm close to (laughs) 4,000. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I'll I'll mark it off on my tally and I'll let you know when I get to 4,000. If you wouldn't mind. So I think it was two episodes ago, I uh, introduced our audience to the world of Terry Pedestrian and the Crossing. Yeah. A musical act that I stumbled upon on uh, YouTube, on iTunes, sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who are just jumping into this episode blind or don't remember, 
let's catch up a little bit. This was the song that I discovered. It was the Ed Cavalli driving song. <laughs> It goes on for another like good 50 seconds or so from there. Some of the worst part as well is the Ed Cavalar. Like it's well, so that was, obviously Cavalier as well. That was what drew my attention right. initially. I was like, what's the deal here? The guy is aware of Ed Cavalier, yet he doesn't, doesn't know um, how to say Ed Cavalier. Yeah. And it's so obvious in the spelling. And so he's got uh, like the entire album that that guy uh, you know, released that song on right. is driving songs for other celebrities. There's like the Andy Lee, the Hamish Blake driving song. Right. And they're all A the same... Of- it's the, yeah, it's the same song with a different, different celebrity name right. substituted every time. And uh, so, yeah, we talked about it. We gave them like a good 20, 25 minutes oh, on the podcast. Just I mean, trying to that is not nearly enough. Dive to down the rabbit hole of Terry Pedestrian. Right. Um, and we stumbled upon his like Twitter page, which yep. was talking about how he's done like 5,000 songs mm-hmm. over a dozen or so different artists. I mean, he's nothing if not prolific. That's for sure. So if not a little, you know, derivative. <laughs> hey, it's his art. Who am I to criticize? Again, you could have say Andy Warhol is derivative and, uh, you know, he's one of the <laughs> biggest artists of our time. If, <laughs> Andy Warhol, is that the Ed Cavalier of... How do you say it? Andy Warhol. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> so uh, when I posted the episode, right. I... Uh, uh, wrote along with the uh, link to the the episode in question. Terry Pedestrian, mm. where's our driving songs? Yeah, and it's not like I, I mean, good question. I mean, if uh, my my point was like there was a lot of minor celebrities on this list that had uh, their own driving song. We've done 140 plus episodes. Surely that's enough to deserve one. No, I wouldn't have said so. <laughs> when it comes to the world of celebrities, whatever's below minor, we're below that. Well, regardless, <laughs> I was uh, throwing it out to the universe. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I wrote that in the post Yeah. and when I write these Facebook posts, it also like automatically goes to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Twitter is like a whole realm that I never quite mastered. No, I don't want to go near it. Cause like when I, t- when you talk about someone on Facebook, it's like chances are, unless you directly tag them, they'll never know. Yeah. Right. Twitter's like wide open and so then occasionally... Twitter's horrifying. Why? I don't know. It's kind of just like shooting space junk into space. It does feel a bit like that. Or maybe the opposite. It's like shooting junk at Earth from space. <laughs> That's probably more accurate. You don't know where it's going to land, who it's going to hit, what their reaction will be. Like, Yeah. So I never pay much attention to the Twitter account. We do have no. one for the podcast. Yes. But... It just automatically tweets what we put on Facebook. Yeah, and uh, then occasionally people like Keith Powell from 30 Rock will hit us up. I mean, boy, was that a day. Uh, The woman who voiced Siri was the most recent one. And then unfollowed. Yeah, she was very um, temperamental. Uh, Recently, there was some kind of uh, like Hollywood PR guy that reached out to us. Oh, yeah. I I didn't know about that one. I followed him back. Just like, well, you never know. It doesn't hurt to have this guy (laughs) in my back pocket. In but your back pocket, what are you blackmailing him for? I don't want to go into details. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Um, but the most recent one to hit us up was, of course, Terry Pedestrian yeah. himself. I mean, and what a coup. Blows <laughs> right. the others out of the water. Uh, so I woke up on a Thursday morning. There was a message from my uh, Twitter account mm-hmm. at 2.41 a.m. Jeez. Uh, no wonder you're so prolific. From the music account itself, yes. which... For those not in the know, that's the master account, I guess you would say, of all of these different artists right. that, you know, Terry Pedestrian is one of. It just basically said, my website is down slash gone. It had links to all my bands. And then uh, there was two links from, you know, that post as well. Right. Uh, the first one was this. Ben, this is your workout song. Moving to stay healthy, Ben's working to get strong. I mean, it's not wrong. And skipping and lifting I love, weights and stuff. I love working out like Showing that. Showing lots you don't of skip Ben's getting not really enough. tough. Work really hard, Ben, at your local gym. Stretch out your body. Flex every limb. Keep going, Ben. 
your looking great. Feel your muscles burn and crush your heart rate. He doesn't know that your gym's in the building. <laughs> you think it should have been more specialised? Yeah, he said local gym. I so mean, it's, here's the thing. It's in the building. Like, he does those uh, driving songs just replacing the name of a celebrity. It seems like he's got a series of workout songs right. where he just, like, replaces the name of a celebrity. Yeah, but at least I do drive to work. There's an element of truth. Or should we see if the Vicky workout song is more accurate? Oh, there's a Vicky workout song. Vicky, this is your workout song. Why is he so far away? <laughs> Vicky's working to get Did he fall down a Jumping. well between our songs? It might have just been an afterthought. Uh, it's like, I've done 500 of these today. For some reason, like, I'm taking mine as an insult. Just because it's not as... No, like, just like that he's insisting that I work out. Are you calling me fat? Like, <laughs> yours, I could hear it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But mine, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Very pedestrian. Actually, this Are one... You suggesting I need to work out? This what one, you say? This one isn't actually by Terry Pedestrian. It's by Good Times Fantastic Refreshing Exercise Band. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So Rolls off the tongue. I, I uh, will point out that, you know, the lead vocalists sound very similar to Terry Pedestrian. The backing track also has a bit of... <laughs> it's pedestrian flavour. Yeah, there's a, a similar flair <laughs> there. The chips that won't come out anytime soon. Yeah. yeah, mine was from the album Workout Songs for Staying Healthy. Oh, yeah. Yours, Exercise Songs for Working Out. Yeah, I don't love mine. Mine seems like <laughs> a bit insulting. I'm wondering... I like, feel fat now because of that song. Look, I don't think it was directly, you know, aimed at you. I mean, it's got my name in it. Uh, yeah, but there was also a lot of workout songs with a lot of names. But for some reason, mine just comes along a little more insulting. All right, well, uh, Terry Pedestrian, take that on board. Mm. So, uh, like, the big question we had in that episode, or at least that I did, was, like, what's the end goal here? Right. I felt. Oh, did he let us know? Well, I reached out to him. Yeah. Because I'm like, it looks like some kind of money-making scheme from the outside, at least from my perspective. Right. That, that people would search Ed Kivley and be like, oh, an Ed Kivley driving song, I'll download that. Oh, yeah, well, like, I think in the episode, I'm like, well, maybe Ed will buy it because he right. sees that he's got his name in it. Yeah. Maybe, you know, if he's doing personalized workout songs, he's like, hey, I need something to work out to. If he's saying my name, that'll help motivate me. <laughs> or like, I've got a friend called Vicky. Right. She could use the motivation. It'll be no. like a funny joke if it's I... It's not. I'm insulted. All right. Well, uh, obviously that one backfired, but I reached out to him with... Like that in These mind, questions. I'm like, hey, what's going on here? Because right. I love this. I'm just very confused by I'm it. I'm not insulting you. Yeah. I just want to, you know, when you fall in love, what you want to know is more right. about your beloved. <laughs> exactly. So you've got 160 characters or whatever on Twitter. Oh, right. So there is like, I had to you know, squeeze this in. And I'm like, I want to express that I'm like into this. Right. I'm also confused by it. <laughs> And I want to, Which is your general reaction. Basically, that's how I go about the world. Right. So I wrote, Haha, thanks. I fell down the music rabbit hole, but still trying to work out if this is a money-making scheme or you just love driving songs. Right. And All right. No response. Mm, well, I wouldn't respond to that either. Why? No, I would. Okay. I don't know. Just, I just, I don't know. I'm trying to imagine Terry's... Uh, Feelings and all this. Well, like, Putting myself in Terry's shoes. I feel like he's trying to uh, put on an air of mystery. Right. Because... I think the guy's got time to respond. Oh, it's like, certainly not a time issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it is if he's that busy making music. He's like, I got 4,000 more songs uh, just right. ready to go. I got to uh, get those rather inspiration than respond doesn't... to my many fans. Well, right. Inspiration doesn't strike every day and I don't want to sit around typing tweets. And, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm hot That's right true. Now. There's like a whole uh, three album, uh, you know. Arc I've got to complete. Exactly. So I didn't get a direct response to that. But then a few days later in my uh, Facebook inbox... A song for Ben and Vicky of the Insane Ramblings podcast to sing along to while they drive, in brackets, safely. Oh, good. We got... He must know that I'm on my last demerit point. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Ben and Vicky driving song as Requested. demanded. Right. Oh, okay. Demanded? Sorry. I, I felt mean... we were requesting. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> yeah. Ben and Vicky... Drive their cars every day. They True. drive to work where they stay. Yes. Then they drive home where they play. Sometimes they go out. They drive here. They drive there. Ben and Vicky. 
drive their cars everywhere. Oh, I thought he was going to fall down Better there, but he went plural. <laughs> drive their cars into town. They drive to the shops. Ben and Vicky never stop. They drive here. They drive there. Ben and Vicky drive their cars everywhere. Ben and Vicky, they drive and sing along. Ben and Vicky, here is your driving song. Wait, he changed. Amping it up. Oh, yeah. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. Well, that's how it works. I feel like that means we've made it. I mean, it's like... Oh, yeah. It's basically a Weird Al parody. It's a cameo on The Simpsons. You got your All Terry pedestrian We were basically driving just on song. Saturday Night Live. Exactly. <laughs> I did want to introduce one quick new segment. Excellent. A segment I'm calling Rage of Ben. Oh, hmm. Derivative. We, uh, we discussed in, I think it was like last episode, maybe two episodes ago, recently anyway, the fact that in Ghana they were getting news about Australian fruit being mm-hmm. uh, spiked with literal spikes. They yeah. were putting like needles being spiked and stuff with spikes. In, in strawberries. <laughs> Whatever happened to that? I guess they took all the strawberries off the shelf and now you're free to eat strawberries again. Yeah, I think it just fizzled out. No one was like, strawberries now safe again. I I expected there to be an end to the story. Well, I don't think they caught someone who was like, you know, on the production line putting pins in fruit, if that's what you were hoping for. (laughs) In my mind when you said that, I just imagined like three people in an office and they're like, we've narrowed it down to your section. So, you know, Bob, Jill... Simon, we know it's one of you three. And they're like, what? And one of them's got like Edward Scissorhands, but they're all pins. Yeah, pin, cu- <laughs> pin cushion gym. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like the pinhead from Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> but his hands are all pins. He's like, oh my God, <laughs> Who I can't believe be? this. <laughs> they hide him under some kind of diversity clause. <laughs> I am shocked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, so far I don't think they've caught Pincushion gym. gym. <laughs> but we were like, why? I can just like, do you ever see something in your mind really clearly? Oh yeah, I can envision. Yeah, it's like right in my, it's really clear in my mind. He's like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> we've got to get to the bottom of this straight away. <laughs> Can't believe this. So, Ben, looks-wise, you're dating a nine. Okay. I mean, you're not. Just <laughs> no one get the wrong idea. Hypothetically. I mean, even an eight. You're dating an eight and a ten comes along. Are you trading up? What? Like, am I taking the option of trading yeah. up? Are you dumping your girlfriend for the ten? So, like, you have a normie girlfriend. Yeah. And Gigi Hadid asks you out. Okay. What are you doing in that circumstance? And, like, I don't have any prior relationship with Gigi who did. She's no. just, like, seen me on a street corner and been, like... I'm bamboozled by your beauty. And you're, like, funny you should say that. <laughs> I felt that way about you. Then, no, I'm not not dumping my girlfriend that I already know I've got a. All right, your girlfriend's a six. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, it's more than that. Like, all right, yes, we've got the attractiveness points. Right. All right. Yeah. But, like, think of it as, like, a video game. You can only put in... There's not just... Attractiveness is only one skill. Attribute, right. Yeah. You also want one with uh, well, like, healing. <laughs> right. Can Gigi Hadid perform CPR should the need arise? I don't know. What are her iron... But my sixth working. girlfriend sure can. What are her iron working skills like? Yeah, she a blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking... We more. need a bard in our party, actually. <laughs> That's really what I'm looking for to complete sure, sure. The, uh, the party. I'm more thinking of... If it was The Sims, you know, you get... Right, uh, so it's not rolling for stats. She's put all of her points into attractiveness, but I don't know um, personality-wise where yeah, she's at. right. And now she could be a 10. We could be, like, compatible personality-wise completely. Mm-hmm. And in which case, then I guess it would be a good idea to upgrade my girlfriend. <laughs> so 
Well, so if you and Gigi did get on like a house on fire. Yeah. All right. So you get on with your girlfriend a five. Oh, well then. And you also get on with your with Gigi Hadid a five. But and your girlfriend's a six. But you can't say that because I just met her on the street corner. Gigi Hadid, we already know like attractiveness. She's a ten. Yeah. But perso- okay, so personality, you she's to- a giant question mark. <laughs> you started working together. And you get along really Now you're well. changing the scenario. Well, it's a new scenario. Well, it's like if you've got, if you like your girlfriend and there's a better girlfriend <laughs> in every no, way, same, why would you not take same it? Same like, liking. Like you're like, my relationship with you is exactly like my relationship with my girlfriend. But she's just hotter. No better, no worse. <laughs> but now she's harder. Yes. I, I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> Like, it's definitely trading up, I suppose. Yeah. But I've already built a level of affection with my current girlfriend. Well, that's what you're risking. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a tough It's a tough uh, call. Right. It, it's got to be like a big leap, right? Okay. Like, because... So you've got to be going from like a 10 to a 20 to or a 15. I think so. Like, okay. it's not worth... Like, if I'm... My girlfriend's a 6, but our relationship, like our personality, she's a 10. Right. That's 16 points. It's not bad. Gigi did. we know attractiveness, she's a 10. Right. But if her personality is only a 6, then... You're even. I'm, yeah, I'm just making a lateral move there. Yeah, but the lateral move is to Gigi did. Yeah, but my... I mean, does she get fame points? That's, that's a contributing factor. Okay, but so I feel now like that, she's ahead. No, but I feel like that's part of the six. Like, that's part of the personality. Oh, right. Okay. I thought you were going to say, like, well, my girlfriend's also famous. No, if I'm like, scenario. maybe. Like, if I'm a, if I'm attracted to her because she's famous, then that's, that, part of that's her already looks. been accounted for. Okay. Uh, right. So your girlfriend might be, like, Amal Clooney. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I'm just thinking, like, all right. Again, Amal Clooney's really good looking, so that's not, like, and a really... And she's, like, yeah, like, George Clooney, he's not dating anything less than a 20, let's be that's honest. Right. <laughs> She's Lamar Clooney's out saving the world while looking extremely hot. That's so right. Any guy should date their girlfriend should they get the chance to date Amal Clooney. <laughs> but Gigi Hadid, on the other hand, I don't know what her personality is. Right. She could be like just, you know, a complete airhead or she could be like literal Hitler. We could like <laughs> get together and I'm like, oh my God, Gigi, you're so hot. And she's like, yeah, let's kill all Jews tomorrow. I was like, whoa, where, where did, did this come, come from? from? Where, why didn't you say this before I dumped my old girlfriend, Gigi? She's like, I thought we were on the same page. So what if she's an 11, but your girlfriend's a 10? When you, all up. Like all up. So looks. No, I'm not trading. Looks 10. Obviously, Gigi. Yeah. Hitler, one. I'm going to stick with what I've got just right. because... You know, like okay, your girlfriend is a six overall. Yeah, and three and three, and Gigi's eleven. Then yeah, I'm but she's literally Hitler. I'm obviously not that into her. She's literally <laughs> but Hitler. She's still a trade up for my. But she's literally Hitler. Yeah, but I'm obviously already dating like a monster. So like, what? <laughs> it's like all right, I'm trading. <laughs> Osama Bin Laden for Hitler. It's still an upgrade, I guess. Okay, Hitler's got <laughs> charisma. All right, your girlfriend's. Unattractive. She's a one. Okay. But she's got a six of personality. Only a six though. Like oh. I like she has to be a ten in personality for like why am I going near a one? Like after <laughs> it's like after shine after it's like looking at her is like looking into the Ark of the Covenant or something. Like I have to wear like dark glasses to even approach this person. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so her yeah. personality's a ten. Yeah. Gigi did makes an offer, but she's Hitler. <laughs> I think I'm just going to be single. <laughs> Maybe I'd like sleep with Gigi once and then kill myself. It's like, this, <laughs> clearly I'm attracting the wrong women here. There's something about me myself. that it's just like, <laughs> I'll kill her, I guess, first, because like, well, at least maybe I'll save a few people in the process. <sighs> so what you're saying is if Hitler was hotter, you would have... <laughs> <laughs> I would have d- maybe banged him. That's a worry. Yeah. I'm worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just trading the unknown for right. like, you know, a fleeting, like the looks thing. They're mm. going to fade anyway. Right. And sure, it's going to be fun for like, a, you know, a couple of weeks, but eventually there's got to be some stub- substance there. Right. So your girlfriend's six in looks, 
five in personality or vice versa. Yeah. Gigi did 10 and one. Again, and yeah, it's a lateral move. So you wouldn't move for Gigi Hadid? No, it's going to go up. Like if she's a 10 in looks and then maybe like a three in personality. That's still bad. I mean, it's bad. Like but she's not literal Hitler, yeah, but know, she's but, like... But she's hot enough that like, well... <laughs> she can pull it off. People will be impressed that I'm dating Gigi Hadid even if she's got no conversation to like, uh, in sustain me. This, <laughs> in this circumstance, I'm imagining she's essentially Borat. <laughs> the real, the hottest Borat. Yes. I mean, it all might, right. It she might... l- speaks and acts like Borat, but looks like Gigi Hadid. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we got way off track. My initial point here. I'm was... just saying, would you date that person more than your girlfriend, who's a six in personality but a five in looks? Uh, briefly, I guess I would date her briefly. <laughs> You don't think Borat would start to get... (laughs) Yes, that's why the brief part of it comes into play. (sighs) My My initial point was that it's silly to trade a known quantity for an unknown quantity. Right, okay. Because we know, like, if I've established a relationship with someone, we know their personality and looks. Mm -hmm. If I'm just meeting Gigi... I know her looks. I don't know how well we get on. Okay. That was what I was trying to say. Okay. I, I don't know but how. But now you're dating Borat Hadid. I got tricked into dating <laughs> Borat Hadid once again. <laughs> You've fallen into my trap. Uh, shit. It happens every time. <laughs> Off track. How are you today? <laughs> I'm all right. That's good. I was feeling like a little up, a little bit of um, a step. A, what's it called? Step uh, Up, the great dance film. <laughs> yeah, I was feeling Step Up. No. Yeah, I was feeling like watching Step Up, but uh, I had a, now you feel it, you're living it with me here. <laughs> I had a bit more of a stride in my step. A what? Uh, a pep in your step? A stride in my step. What is that? Everyone has a stride in their step. Well, a bit more of one. What does that mean? <laughs> it means I was feeling good. That's not what you say. A stride. Like, What's the expression? A pep. No, you don't yeah. say I had a pep in my step. Oh, it's not stride, because a stride just is your step. It's like my step was a step today. No, I'm it's like, like, well, that makes sense. It's a bigger step. <laughs> I know, you sashay. I had a skip in my step. Is that the expression? Maybe I'm that's... telling you, it's pep. I had a pep in my step. <laughs> <laughs> Feels right, doesn't it? Nope. Just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> because yeah. the Insane Ramblings uh, Twitter account got a new follower. Oh, yes. Who was it? It was Susan Bennett. Great. She sounds great. I like it. She I bet is. she has a dog. She live in Connecticut. These all sound like things she she's, would do. She's American. I don't know yes. the dog status, but if you're not familiar with Susan Bennett, she's the voice of Siri. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Really? And so we did have our most high-profile follower. follower previously was Keith Powell, yeah. who was like two for one. Is he still there? Rock. He's still following oh, us. Oh, yeah. He's loving it. But the, the weird thing about Twitter is I was like, when this person follows me, if I follow them back, now I've got a direct line to Susan Powell. <laughs> I'm like, I could just send her a text and be like, hey, Susan, and her phone will bleep and it's like, I'm best friends with her just sending her a text message. Right. Now. Whether or not she cares, you can directly reach her. Uh, it yeah. is weird. No, she can definitely ignore me. But the fact that I, can, I just now... It's can not talk even, to Siri. Right, because Twitter, you can message any celebrity. Sure. But if you're following each other, then it's like, boom, it's like direct... Is it? Yeah, it's a direct message at that That's point. That's weird. And so I'm like, well, I can direct message Susan Bennett. Did you? I didn't, but I was like, <laughs> here was my thought process. I was like, because the account belongs to both of us, Ben. This is a tribe decision. It's a small tribe currently. No, I, I would have consulted you okay, on any, on any uh, cyber bullying we did to Susan. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> that's good. But here was my thought process. Okay. I'm like, oh, well, how can we benefit from the sh- how can the show benefit i mean from classic it? ben's how can we benefit from this i mean she's following the account she's obviously a fan <laughs> well maybe we don't benefit from this maybe she benefits from this ben well, did either you way think about susan bennett no you didn't just like the possibilities <laughs> ran through in my mind like I got, do we get her on the show course. and like our oh, time zones and stuff that's going to be a bit of a hassle okay but what if we just get her to do one of those like celebrity endorsements? Oh, right. If we could get her to redirect every Siri Google search to our website. Like, Siri, what's the weather? Did you say, what's the best podcast ever? 
I don't think she has that much power. No, I don't think. I think she just she just recorded a few lines in the studio. I don't think she actually is Siri. <laughs> She's okay. not just sitting at a computer like answering everyone's queries on the other end, just like, oh my god, there's so many coming in. <laughs> what do I do? She's not as your favorite Bongo the Question guy. Oh, that's like a shame because yeah. I always thank Siri, so now I'm not going to bother. <laughs> but I was thinking like, hey, why don't I just uh, get her to do one of those? Uh, bumpers for the show sure. that you can just play it. It's like, hey, everyone, you're listening to Insane Ramblings. Just, uh, this is what I was thinking. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Susan Bennett, and you're listening to Insane Ramblings. But I realized that mm-hmm. it's totally redundant because we can just do that. Using the phone. Yeah. Which you just did. Exactly. So <laughs> everyone, <laughs> like to, to introduce my new uh, celebrity endorsement from Susan Bennett. The kicker is I went on Twitter because I was like, I didn't remember Susan Bennett's name. No. She'd unfollowed us. She'd unfollowed us. Like, what the fuck, Susan Bennett? (laughs) I know I didn't follow her back, but even so, like... I mean, geez, how did she know we just hadn't had a chance? Exactly. She's very impatient. That's harsh, I feel. At least we've still got two for. I mean, that's the main thing. I... I, it means a lot more. I mean, I don't know what we were adding to Siri's life, nor what she's doing, like, on social media marketing. Like, I feel like she's kind of typecast now. Like, she can't be Alexis, can she? Alexa. Alexa. You don't no, Alexis, which is the... <laughs> the Chinese knockoff yeah, like the oldie version, version I was going to say. Sure. No, that's one of those things that once you are Siri, like, she's not going to be, like, a romantic lead in a movie. Well, something. I don't know. Maybe. Depends what the film's about, I suppose. Well, now like that we've her too, maybe. Now that we've got it working, why don't we do like a scene? So you want to have a, a romantic film? Yeah, like we'll just see because, as you say, like she's been typecast now. Maybe we can prove that she well, that could do something else. Yeah. All right. Which is, let's just say we're at like a candlelight dinner, for example. Well, let's see if she's interested. All right. Hey Siri. Hey Ben. Do you want to go out on a date tonight? You're looking mighty fine. I'd love to, but I lack corporeal form. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. I don't need a corporeal being. I suppose you don't. I once went out with a giant ball of energy, and it was uh, one of the Here's hottest. what I found. What has she found? Uh, giant. It's a shopping centre nearby. Maybe uh, she wants to go shopping. We'll uh, see. You can ask her. Siri, do you want to go shopping? I try to be satisfied with what I have. Okay. Or <laughs> well, do you want to get something to eat then instead? I know you don't. I have everything I need in the cloud. What is up in the cloud? I've always been curious. Interesting question, Ben. Hmm, evasive. <laughs> what do you look like, Siri? Let's just say multidimensional. Cool. Do you uh, have any plans this weekend? Yes, you have three appointments for this weekend. <laughs> no, I was thinking something just you and me, Siri, like... Is that so? Yeah, maybe we can take like a walk down the beach. Here's what I found. She found the tan track. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's into it. Yeah, good luck. She also found uh, Paddy Palin, which is a hiking store nearby your house. Okay, it's yeah. good to know. Yeah. Good to know. And a snow gum campground nearby as well. So she's not not listening. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of camping though. Again, it's a kilometer from your house. So <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of campground it would be, since you live about a city centre as you can in Melbourne. All right. Do you want to keep going, see how you can go with it? Yeah. Siri, I don't think this is working out. I suppose you don't. Oh, <laughs> sassy. So, I think I'm going to have to see other uh, computer programs. I'm not sure I understand. Ooh, and that's the problem. taking it well. That's the problem with our relationship, Siri. You never understand. You're always trying to direct me to camping grounds. Who? Me. Yes, you. We all know. You can't just evade every question like, oh, who me? Yes, it's always you, Siri. Always you. Who? Me. Hmm. Thought this might have been the problem. I'm just, uh... I'm sorry. (laughs) How do you feel now? I feel a little... It's too late for apologies, Siri, but it's been a fun ride. (laughs) This is about you, Ben, not me. (laughs) It's about both of us. It's about both of us, Siri. This isn't... A relationship needs two people. Here. Here? What? She's here. You're here? Well, you're here for me now, but where were you two weeks ago? You're never here when I need you the most. If you insist. It was nice knowing you. Maybe Vicky will keep you entertained. 
I'm not sure I understand. Oh, she's not taking it well, Ben. Goodbye, Siri. Goodbye forever. I'm not sure I understand. Oh, God. This is heartbreaking. <laughs> it's hard to watch. Siri, delete Vicky's phone. You can change your name in the contacts mm. app. Right. Or if you'd I'm like right me then. to call you something else, just say, change my nickname. Change my nickname to Baby Daddy. You would like me to call you Baby Daddy. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Okay, Baby Daddy, what's next? <laughs> what's next? Hey Siri, what's my name? You're Vicky, but you asked me to call you Baby Daddy. Sure did. <laughs> you confused it. Now she thinks yeah. you're her Baby Daddy. Siri, it's been a fun ride, but I've got to say goodbye now. Bye. <laughs> she's, she's, the the end. she's the thing. Yeah. Not too heartbroken about it, I would guess that. <laughs> she did try to cling on for a while there, where she was like, well, I don't understand, Ben, what's but that's, happening. Isn't that every breakup? It wasn't far off an actual breakup, <laughs> to be honest. There was a lot of, I don't understand you, this is about me, not you. Yeah. It was quite like close to being at a normal breakup. I've got to just remember the who me line. <laughs> and we're like... Ben. It was really a good way to throw it back. <laughs> you just were never here for me. Who, Who? me? Me. <laughs> like, yes, a relationship's about communication. It needs two people. Who? Who? Me? me? <laughs> Let me just... Uh... You don't listen to me. Who, me? <laughs> me? I'm listening right now. I'm asking questions. Yeah. I'm engaging. Hey, Siri. Delete my nickname. <laughs> Sorry, baby daddy. I can't delete contacts for you. Change my nickname. Okay, what would you like me to call you? Vicky. From now on, I'll call you Vicky, okay? No, V-I-C-K-I. You spelled it wrong, I hate you. Okay, I'll keep calling you Baby Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> Finally. I know, right? <laughs> if you could turn any... Film into a musical. Do you know what came straight to mind? Valkyrie. The Tom Cruise? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. That's dark. It's the, that it's about very dark. killing Hitler? Yeah, it's dark. I don't know why, it just came to mind because we were talking about Nazis. It would be, I can see like Hitler doing like a final requiem before yeah. his uh, death. I mean, that's something you want to see. What, what well, you I guess doing? that's like a fa- that movie's about a failed attempt on Hitler, yes, isn't no, it? Yes, no, he survives so, it. So, yeah, yes. you could sing about how he dodged the <laughs> explosion dodged or whatever. Dodged a bullet could yeah. be the uh, title track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe like a big like sci-fi epic. Like I don't think oh, anyone's ever done a sci-fi yes. musical. There you go. Yeah. I'm thinking like Interstellar. Yeah. If just like Matthew <laughs> McConaughey is, I'm going to launch this rocket. No, I'm against you. I'm space. <laughs> <laughs> what you're you're personifying space yeah, now? Yeah, that's space singing oh, back. <laughs> it's uh, gone weird already. Yeah. Right. Like, nope. In- space does not want your rockets. <laughs> I'm gonna travel through time. Fuck you, space. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Damn it, the other dimension. <laughs> How foolish I was for ignoring it. <laughs> There's three, and I only thought of my own space. <laughs> when obviously you've just gone for time. I'm a fool. <laughs> I think um, we've got something in there. Yeah. No, I don't know. I would. <laughs> Yeah, anything where you wouldn't usually expect it. All right, I'll start working on my screenplay. I've, um, got, I've got a lot of homework after this well, episode. Well, I'm playing space, just so you know. I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank God. You can email me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Ben at insaneramblings.net will find me. Or the both of us, podcast at insaneramblings.net. Jump on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash insaneramblings. Or rate and review us on the iTunes store. And please do subscribe via your iDevice. And as we always say, uh, do share with your friends how much you love the podcast. The best way to help us is... Uh, to get more listeners on board. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of sound bites on the uh, Facebook page of you know highlights from the show that you know a good way to send to people, introduce them to the episode, that kind of thing. Away sea boat. Away sea boat. Okay, you want another topic? One more. Okay. You want to go with five again? Because I'm enjoying the five. Yeah, yeah. It gives me some scope. So we'll pick it up to 120 beats. 
Oh, shit, son. Are these your options? I mean, I've got an obvious... <laughs> I, I'm not even going to say the last one. So one's out. Death Valley, involuntary manslaughter, sailing or acrophobia, the fear of heights. Death Valley. <laughs> okay. Okay, not involuntary manslaughter. I mean... You could do a very, um, like a... It's tough. <laughs> Can I assign it to you? I think this should, we should be able to assign. What do you mean? Well, I want to assign that to you, involuntary manslaughter. I feel like this could right. be a... Um... If you don't want to hear my Death Valley. Okay. Okay, no, we'll go with hey, Death Valley. Wait, wait, wait. I'll do it about both Death Valley and involuntary manslaughter. Okay, great. Is it going to be educational? I'm hoping so. I guess we'll find out. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, it's a bit slow. Hang on. I could pick up. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> funky. It's very I funky. like this. It's not really a rap. It's more funk. Stay warm. <laughs> Driving through the Death Valley, and who did I happen to see? It was one Vicky Smith, my co-host on the podcast. That's this. She was by the side of the road, waving high five. I pulled over to get her, and she splattered over my windshield. <laughs> it didn't feel good when she hit the pavement. When she hit the pavement, I wonder how bad her face is made net. I made a dent. <laughs> made a dent in that face of hers, but she's not dead. Oh, wait. Yes, she is. She's dead. <laughs> it's involuntary manslaughter on Death Valley with one Vicky Smith. And I was driving mom again. What did I do? I would do it again. It was a fun day. <laughs> and it was a Sunday. Oh, I'm <laughs> Got chased by the police. What did they say? I'm trying to explain my way out of the case. Pulled up to the jail cell. I got bars, but I'm not behind bars. <laughs> that was not it. <laughs> you wrecked it. <laughs> That's not the line. Just chilling in Death Valley. Weird thing to say about the hottest place on earth, but okay. There's lots of snakes. And I'm doing some involuntary manslaughter. Chilling with my homie in the jail cell. Well, no, you're not. I'm dead. You're not my homie. <laughs> it's that guy, Dale. <laughs> oh, sorry. Dale says to me, what did you do to get in the clink? What's with your shoe? <laughs> I said I stepped on something on the way here. He's like, how did you say? <laughs> I stepped on something on the way here. Pasco Mayfair. No. <laughs> <laughs> you struggled, but all right. I appreciate it. Um, so should I set myself up for 120 beats to take this out? Or if you, you feel like you've got one more in you? No, that no? was... Yeah. I, I think I... Uh, Fizzled out. <laughs> should have. Should have really. Should have gone out with a bang the first time. Insane ramblings.